Well, hello, hello. How you doing? How you doing? This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast. I am the S. Anthony Thomas. This is episode number 247247. And this is the Christmas episode of the S. Anthony Says Podcast. Now, for those of you that have been listening for me to me for three plus years, you know, I don't take breaks. I don't take time off. I do this crap every damn week oh yeah i don't do that crap oh yeah why because i like talking to you guys and gals too damn much and also there's people in different countries who are going uh yeah we uh don't celebrate christmas so uh you don't get any time off punk well i don't take any time off damn it of course i i would like to leave the option open in the future in case i actually have to do take take some time off but as of right now i don't think so i gets it done (laughs) under normal circumstances i would actually be recording this uh i would have recorded this yesterday the christmas eve cropped up and i have this thing i don't get christmas trees until christmas eve and i know a lot of people think that's dumb you know every time i check instagram or to go to visit my friends they got the christmas tree up and the lights up and all of that crap and they got the gifts sitting there now what kind of a sick bastard buys great gifts for your kids and then puts them under the tree early on christmas eve who does that crap or you put the, the tree there and the kids walking around looking at the tree waiting for the gifts to pop out and you torture it and the kids you sick bastards i don't do any of that crap i don't want to see that tree and i don't want to see any damn decorations i don't want to see none of that crap in my house until christmas eve now i know for a fact what's going to happen i'm going to find myself a beautiful delicious sister and i'm going to be happily married and she's going to be one of those weirdos that puts up her christmas tree december 3rd <laughs> you know i can i can actually i can actually see that happening i like to put my christmas tree up on november in november what the hell are you talking about shut up i'm i'm gorgeous and you love me and shut up and do it and i'm going to go okay <laughs> But until that happens, damn it, the tree doesn't go up until I don't even get the tree until the 24th. Yeah, that's right. Don't judge me. So December 24th, I go get the tree with two of my relatives who are just as nuts as I am who don't get their tree till the 24th. So we get the trees and I put it up. Then we put the things on and the lights on and all that crap on and the gift crap and all of that crap. And we get it done. December 24th, bam, the way it should be. And then the family comes over on the 25th, which would be today, because essentially in, in my family, even though we have Christians in the family, mostly. Um, Christmas is more than anything else kind of a family reunion day is basically what christmas is in my family you know everybody knows it's christmas everybody has their little christmas clothes on and you got your gifts and stuff and the trees and all of that but it's really more than anything a family reunion everybody gets together on christmas you got new babies and the double babies and triple babies and she got a baby he was a baby but he's no longer a baby he was a teenager now he's an adult he's an adult now he's old but he's there and he's there and all of that crap and it's wonderful but this is what this is here's here's what I wanted to talk to you about now that I've set the scene. Gifts. Everybody always talks about it's the thought that counts when it comes to gifts. When it comes to gifts, it's the thought that counts. And it is true. It sounds tr- like a cliche, but is the truth. 
It's the thought that counts. Sometimes you get a gift that means a lot to you and it didn't cost anything, right? You get somebody who buys you something impressive, something that costs a little bit of money based on their salary and they're more wanting to show off the fact that they can flex their financial muscles and they really didn't even pay attention to what you really wanted and you're wondering if they even know you that well. Say you already have a television set in each room and it's a newish TV set. Nothing wrong with it. Still works perfectly. The person should know that. They've been to your house. They've been all around your house. They should know that there's no place where you would want a television yet on Christmas Day they give you a television now you can't complain about getting the television can you what kind of a bleep hole complains about getting the TV that's a great gift right but what if you don't need a television what if this television is actually just now something that's going to take up storage space and you try to be nice and you go hey thanks a lot for the TV you do your best acting job oh I'm really excited that you got a TV that is basically Exactly like the one that I already have, except that it's a different remote control. And now I have to learn a new remote control because my remote control already looked like the front of a 747. And this one looks like the front of nine 747s. There are buttons on here that I don't even really think they do anything. I get the distinct feeling I'm pushing one of these buttons and somebody's car is blowing up three countries away. I don't know what these buttons are for. I have no idea. I have a feeling if I press the wrong button, the Secret Service is going to come in there and kick my ass. I don't know what these buttons are for. But that's okay. You got the television and everything's great. I'm going to take the television that it took me a while to mount to the wall and I had to make a whole bunch of appointments to get those schmucks to come in and put the television in I'm now going to yank it from the wall and put it into the closet and then put your TV up there and then watch your television this is going to be great granted you could have just given me the money I would have really liked just getting the money but that's okay it's the thought that counts what were you thinking you bastard because sometimes the gift isn't really even about you it's about them and then I think about gifts I got a long time ago. It was to some relatives that were staying with me for a while, teenagers, and they wanted to get me something nice. And of course, I'm the, I'm not a father. I don't have any children, but teenagers will do stuff, will do things, and children will do the same things to you as a male adult who's close to them that they do to a dad, right? You sit there and, hey, all right, a tie, even though I don't wear them. That's all right. I don't care. Hey, hey oh, gloves that don't fit me. Fantastic. <laughs> but one of the kids knew I liked a certain movie, an older movie. In fact, there were two movies by the same actor, older movies. Loved them. Didn't have a copy of them. Wasn't really that big of a deal. But I said in passing one time, uh, you know, I should go get, I'm going to get a copy of those two movies. I really like those two movies. And that guy's, I really like that guy's acting. I'm going to get those two movies. And I forgot about it. And what did I get that Christmas of that year? Which was three months after I said this thing. Which means the person heard me say that one time. Remembered it. Thought of it. Went to the dollar store. It was in the dollar store. Those two movies were on the same disc. Same DVD. Cost a buck. One both movies on the disc opened up my gift it's those movies that dvd that cost a buck meant a million times more than getting a television that i didn't need one cost a couple of hundred bucks one cost a one buck which one do you think made me happier hmm sometimes it's the thought that counts i used to think it was corny 
But you have to make sure you let the person that buys you the gift feel good. Even if they're just kind of showing off for themselves, you want to make them feel good because at least they got you something, right? At least they got you something. There's nothing worse than getting somebody a gift and seeing the look in their face that lets you know you messed up badly or your gift sucks. If you want to know what it feels like to bomb as a comic, because people will always ask me, have you ever bombed as a comic? I said, yeah, in the beginning when I was learning my craft, yeah. Do you remember? I said, well, yeah, it was like decades ago, but yeah, I remember exactly what happened <laughs> because those were traumatic experiences, but yes, I remember it. And if you want to know what it feels like, I'll explain to you. I'll give you a little idea of what it feels like to bomb as a comic. Bomb, 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 bomb. There's somebody you really want to get a gift for. You really want to impress them. You know, you can afford the gift, but it's a little difficult to get. It'll take you a long time to get it. The logistics are bad. It's over there, and you got to go over there, and you got to coordinate this with that, and you got to coordinate this with that, and this, that, 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 this, this, and that, and you got to go here, but it's not the right time, but you got to go back, and you got to try again, but it's not the right time. How about now? You have to come back and order it again. It's not the right one. Order it again, and you send it back, and you go through a whole lot of crap, a whole lot of crap, a whole lot of crap to get this crap for this person, and you finally get the crap you want to give them oh yeah and you wrap it up and you got it sitting there and you can't wait till it's time to take the gift over it is now december 6th and you finally got it there and it's wrapped up and it's nice you got it in the back of the closet and every time you walk into your bedroom you know that gift for that person is sitting right there and you're looking at that gift you open up the drawer you open up the door you move your clothes to the side you look at the gift ha 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 they gonna love that oh yeah and then you put the clothes back and you go in and you brush your teeth and you smile and thinking of how much they're gonna love getting that gift every day the 6th the 7th the 8th the 9th the 10th the 15th the 18th the 20th five days till christmas five days till you drive to their house and you've been waiting to give them that gift you can't wait to give them that gift oh that gift that gift you can't wait to give them that gift oh yeah it's now december 23rd two days oh yeah got my plane ticket got my plane ticket going to fly across the country with this gift i hope they don't mess it up at the airport i got this gift oh yeah look at that gift oh yeah oh yeah now it's the 24th you're at the airport you go to the airport you fly across the country you get off the airplane the gift comes sliding down not a scratch not one scratch on the gift of even the paper's not wrinkled it's perfect it looked as good as it did the moment after you wrapped it now you're in the cab oh yeah you go huh? you're at the hotel ha ha you get into the hotel you change your clothes you get your clothes right you rent a car you get in the car with that gift you get driving to the house and all you're doing is thinking about how much they're gonna love that gift oh yeah you're now driving to the block oh i remember this block from when i was a kid haven't been here in a while it's awesome because normally they come to me but this time i wanted to come to them and this is going to be great because they're going to pass out when they see this gift and i don't want them to pass out in my house i want them to pass out in their house because it's better if they pass out in their house when they see the awesomeness of my gift and you walk into the house i'm here he's here ha ha and you think you're celebrating because i'm here you're going to really be celebrating when you get that's right that gift and you sit there with your devastating gift. And you're going to open your gift up. But you go, nah, nah, nah. Don't open my gift up yet. Let all the other relatives open up their punk ass gifts. Because their gifts are not as going to be as good as what? My gift. Oh, no. Not as good as my gift. Hell no. And they're opening up their gifts. And some of those gifts 
kind of suck. And some of those gifts are from kids, and that's cute. And some of those gifts are from relatives who are pretty good at giving up gifts, but their gifts aren't going to be as good as, guess what? That's right, my gift. Your gift is not going to be as good as my gift, punk. Nice try, punk. Forget about it, punk. No way, punk. And you sit there, and some of those gifts are really good. Some of those gifts are going to be kind of hard to follow. Ha, ha, ha. Just kidding. Those gifts can't compete with what? My gift. You're damn right. And all of a sudden, everybody has given out their little punk-ass gifts. Even some of those gifts that weren't completely punk-ass gifts are punk-ass gifts compared to what? My gift. Oh, yeah. And then, and do you have it? Well, as it turns out, I also, all the gifts aren't given out yet. You know why? Because I want you to open. Guess what? My gift. Oh, yeah. And you sit back there. You got to hold on. I want to take a picture of your face when you open up. What? My gift. And you sit there. You got your phone there. You make sure you set the settings just right. The apertures just right. The double aperture, the triple aperture, and all of that crap. You got the camera set up. You zoom in on their face. That's too close. You can't see the gift. You can see their reaction, but not the gift. Whoops. I just made a mistake and zoomed in on the gift. Don't want to miss their reaction. Pull back. Bam. Got a picture of their face and what? My gift. Oh, yeah. And now they're opening up the paper. Oh, yeah. The bow's on the floor. They ripped open the paper. Oh, yeah. Ha, <laughs> ha. It's in the plain box because I didn't want anybody to know what was coming to the house. I didn't want them to know that it was what? My gift. For who? You. And now they cut the box open. They open it up. They see the gift. And they... they <laughs> They're trying to act like they like the gift, but they don't like, guess what, my gift. In fact, this gift is so bad that, you know how normally sometimes you get a gift for someone and the gift doesn't hit that hard and everybody sees the person looking kind of bummed out by the gift and the person looks up at you and tries to make you feel good about the gift and you can tell they don't like the gift and usually there's at least one to three people that will try to say oh that's great good job bill and they try to pump up the gift to make you feel good about giving the gift but this time the gift bombs so bad that that helpful person the bright and cheery person the person that's always there to try to make it a bright and cheery day and try to pump up the gift to make the gift sound like a better gift even looks at the gift and looks at you and looks at the gift and looks back at you and then walks into the kitchen oh no your gift ain't nothing they don't like your gift they look up at you and go okay uh, this is nice thanks and you're going oh. oh and everybody looks at you like wow you stink right and you're going, you know, it really comes with a double thing, with a triple thing. And, you know, I mean, if you use the double thing and add that with the triple thing, it becomes a thing, thing, thing. And they're looking at you and everyone's kind of slowly walking out of the room in pairs and threes because it's now becoming embarrassing. You should have just said, whoops. Sorry about that. I'll take it back and get you something else. If you would have just said that, everyone would have went, yeah, they may have, they may have teased you. They may have teased you. I mean, dude, what were you thinking, Bill? <laughs> That's okay. I'll, I'll take it back and get you uh, something else. What did you, what do you, you know, you, at least you could have joked it off and then they would have been over with pretty quickly. You know, when you hit on somebody who's really hot at the bar and she blows you off and your friends are waiting to break your stones and go, ha ha, she killed you. And if you come back to the table like, man, man. 
Man, she crushed me down, man. I last time I took a beating like that, man. <laughs> you try to joke yourself out of it, and your friends go, "Dad, we were gonna break his stones," but he joked himself out of it. But sometimes you come back embarrassed, and your friends are going, "Ha ha, get him! He's in, he's hurt. Crush him!" Because that's what your friends do, your family too. And this is one of those times where you should have just joked your way out of it, but you didn't joke your way out of it. You, 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 you they could see the weakness. They're a bunch of lions, and they they chewed your ass. That's what happened you know that feeling and you know you've given a bad gift where you've been there excited about the the give the gift and the gift bombed in front of everybody that's what it feels like to bomb as a comic time a hundred times a hundred but in my particular case this year i got a very very inexpensive gift not going to say what it is but it didn't cost that much and it was the gift that I got that I'm actually going to use on a regular basis, not only because it's an appropriate gift, but because I know, judging by the gift that the person that gave me the gift put a lot of thought into it. Didn't cost that much, but it put a lot of thought into it. The person was obviously paying attention. The person obviously knows me well. In fact, I got the gift in my hand right now, and it's going to be used on a regular basis. It's the thought that counts. <laughs> Christmas time, my friend. Because I, I mean, if you really think about it, I mean, you know, it's supposed to be a religious holiday, but, you know, I, I didn't even think about anything religious. All I was thinking about was there were basketball games on, you know, football games on. I'm actually watching the Denver versus Kansas City game right now to the left of me, right? I'm in a location in the house where there's nothing, there's nothing Christmassy in this room that I'm in recording this episode, Nothing Christmassy. Any, well, of course, this one gift that I just talked about is in my, well, it's not in my hand now. I put it down on the desk. But, um, you know, so I hope you had a good Christmas, my friends. You know, I really do. I mean, you know, even if you're not the kind of person that's super duper religious and you're just hanging out with friends and family, you're passing off gifts, you're drinking eggnog that was spiked and all of that crap. I hope you had a great time because I had a pretty good time with all the babies and everybody and all the young ones running around. It was fun. Granted, because kids love me and they really, really do, it's really, really impossible for me to sit down without my nieces and nephews and grandnieces and nephews diving on me like I'm a trampoline. Now, if I was 20 years younger, that would be cool. <laughs> but when you become older, it's not like I can't physically handle or playing around with the kids. But, you know, you kind of don't want to do it anymore, especially when you have their parents right there. You know, if they, if they were left with me, I would just put up with it. You know, hey, cousin S, uncle S, yeah, that, yeah, yes, of course. I know you're just taking those potato chips and crushing them down into this little fake princess plate. And I'm not really too sure whether or not you spit in it. Now you're going to stick up. Oh, 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 that's great. Now I know you spit in it because it's now in my mouth. <laughs> I know we're relatives, but... <laughs> 
<laughs> I really, I, I'm trying to, I, I want to, I'm, I'm trying to be on a low kid spit diet. So now the other ones, okay, now if there's five kids with spit chips, jamming them in my face. This is fantastic. Okay, oh, of course I'll drink some of this tea. Oh, you tasted it? Oh, you tasted it and then spit it back into the cup to make sure it was right? Okay, now I have, I literally have now had ingested more kid spit in the past 30 seconds than I have in the past year. This is a really fun thing. <laughs> but the thing is now that their their parents are now, you know, a little bit older and wiser, still young people, but older and wiser, they don't let you off the hook now. They, they're actually become a little older. I shouldn't say older and wiser, older and meaner. That's what I should say. See, because when they were younger parents and the children were really super babies and, you know, like really little babies and barely walking and you wanted to, you know, oh, let me, come here, let me, let Uncle S, um, let, let Uncle S go because he's got to do something. They'd come and they, they, they'd come and save you from their babies, right? They'd come and save you. They'd come and save you. But now they are sicking their kids on me now because they, they sick the kids on me. I actually heard one of them when the when the little baby had their spit chips on the little princess plate. You know, Uncle S would like some of this. And I'm going, did she just say Uncle S? Well, oh, I got kids spit in my mouth again. <laughs> you know, when your little cousins and your little nephews come over there and they offer you some pretzels. You're going, hey, oh, that's really nice. Did you guys put some pretzels on the plate for me? I mean, I really don't want any, but it's it's really nice that you little kids thought of Uncle S and Cousin S that you were good. You went and got some pretzels for me, and that's really nice. Okay, you know what I'm going to do? And you want to be nice to the kids, and you want to eat the pretzels in front of them to let them know that you appreciate the fact that they went and got your pretzels. You go, wait a second, then these pretzels have salt on them. We licked the salt off for you. More kids spit. Oh, God, no more kids spit. Right. And my nephew comes over to me. Hey, Unc. Hey, what's going on, baby? You hug your nephew and he hands you his little baby boy and it's great. And you see your little grand nephew and you love the little handsome guy and you hug the baby and the baby looks up at you and the baby smiles in your face and you see your little grand nephew and he, and he starts to grab your face and he smiles and his little eyes light up and you pick up the baby, you hug the baby and it's great to give the baby baby kiss the cheek the baby grabs your face and plays with your nose and you're going oh look at this i love this little sucker just like i love your daddy and I, when your daddy was your age i used to play with him too and it's great and you sit there you hold the little grand nephew when your nephew takes a picture of you with the grand nephew and all of that you go over there hug you 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 your nephew's lady you get, it's great to see you oh you're enjoying the baby i'm enjoying the baby oh that's great and you walk around with the baby trying to bond with the baby and you're walking around with with the baby and you hold the baby up and the baby gives you the kiss on the forehead and little baby did the line of spit right in the mouth more kids spit kids spit I don't care for relatives that's kids spit then you give the baby back to the dad and the dad goes the kids spit in your mouth he goes yeah yeah you go yeah the kids spit in my mouth Oh, God. And he goes, I go, yeah. I said, uh, I got news for you. He goes, I know. And I go, yeah, you 
25, 26 years ago, you spit in my mouth the same way. What is this, a tradition? I can't wait till I'm about 98 years old. You're going to come to visit me in a nursing home, and I'm going to come on and say, Nephew, could you come here for a minute? Sure, Unc. What do you want? Could you come closer? Could you lower that? Could you, could you, could you bend down? I want to I want to whisper in your ear so no one can hear what I'm saying. It's a secret for you. Sure, what is it? <laughs> you just spit in my mouth, Unc. You're damn right. Now bring your kid in here who's now 26 years old. Bring him in. Come in. Hey, Grand Uncle. You spit in my mouth. You're damn right. Now we're even. Now both of you wipe my butt because I wipe both of your butts. And they'll try to leave, but I won't let them. I'll have the door set up so they can't get out. Click. Let us out. Not until you get to do some buttock wiping puns. You're not leaving. I digress. <laughs> but that's what Christmas is about, man. It's about hanging out with your family. It really is more about that than anything else. You know, because it takes the Christmas holiday to actually get you near your family. You know, I mean, Thanksgiving is cool, but let's be honest. It's not... I know that's a, a holiday when you get together with the food, but if you really think about it, the relationship on Thanksgiving is between you and the turkey. It's not it has nothing to do with your damn family. Not, you ain't even thinking about them. When you're going to your mother's house, what do you talk about? I can't wait to get some of that turkey. You don't say, I can't wait to see mom. I can't wait to see dad. I can't wait to see my cousins. You don't give a damn about your cousins. In fact, if you went to that house and there was no turkey and just your relatives, you'd be pissed off. What the hell is this crap? I, well, we decided this Thanksgiving we're not going to have actually any food we're going to use this as a time to get together oh you are oh really <laughs> see you on christmas losers and you leave but if you showed up and there was nothing but turkey and no other relatives you know what you think good losers more for me i can gorge myself watch football and then take several doggy bags back home because you bastards weren't here to eat it you know that's what you'd feel like i'm just telling the truth damn it because that's what the S man does, damn it, tells the truth. So I enjoyed my Christmas. Yes, I got a wonderful gift from someone who thought highly of me, and it was a really special gift. I actually, you know, took him to the side and really thanked him for how cool the gift was and, you know, let him know that I appreciated it. Then I spit in his mouth because he was another relative when he was a baby and I held him up and he drooled in my mouth. I said, that's right, because his son also slobbed in my mouth when he was a baby. I know it's kind of weird. He's a grown man smoking a cigarette. And he goes, Uncle, what are you doing? Why are you getting so close? Why are you grabbing my face? What are you doing? Oh, that's, that's some spit punk. Uh, my brother told me you were going to do that. I said, that's right. And I already spit in your kid's mouth to teach you both a lesson, punk. <laughs> that did not happen <laughs> but like i said man you know people always you can t you can make christmas whatever you want it to be you know if it's a religious holiday for you, you go to church and you go to mass and do all of that kind of stuff and talk about the religious aspects of christmas you know, maybe it's a, maybe it's more of a commercial holiday for you. Maybe it's more about you giving gifts to somebody to show appreciation. You get, hey, I give, I got you this, I got you that, I got you this, I got you that. You got me this, and I got you that, and all of that. Maybe that's what it's about for some people. And then for some people, and I'm one of the this third group. It's really more than anything else about getting the people that you care the most about in the one place, 
you know, and like I said, it's not really about the exchanging of gifts. I mean, that's cool too, but you know, I mean, we really think about that. If you spend money on some getting somebody something, they spend money on getting you something. You know, it kind of all comes out in the wash. You're all basically spending virtually the same amount of money on each other, getting because you, you, you wind up basically buying someone something that they were probably going to get for themselves anyway, and then they buy you something that you were probably going to get for yourself anyway. So that all comes out even in the wash and the real reason for the holiday in my estimation and the way my family runs it is to have everybody get together and spend a few hours together catching up and, and seeing all the babies and stuff like that. You know, now I'm not, like I said, I'm not downing any of the other two versions of the commercial holiday or the religious part of it. I mean, that's cool too, but to me, it's more than anything else about getting together with family, the people you care the most about. And uh, spitting in their mouths. <laughs> I'm only half kidding, by the way. Any relatives that I that they were when they were babies, there's a whole bunch of y'all whose diapers I changed and what I watched and played with and all of that kind of crap. I have a list of all of you who have peed on me, crapped on me, and slobbed in my mouth. And I'm checking off all your names individually. Oh, I'm going to get all of you. Every last one of you. Oh, yeah. Don't think you're safe. Oh, S, you're such a great guy. You're so nice to all of us. We really, we really, you know, we, we're, you're one of our favorite relatives. You're so funny and charming and great to us. And you're always there when you need us. Yeah, yeah, blah, 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 blah. I ain't trying to hear that crap, punk. We ain't going to be even until I get at least a quarter, at least a tablespoon of spit from me in each one of your mouths. And if I don't get that, I'm 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 telling you now, I'm peeing on somebody. I'm get I'm gonna get my damn revenge. Oh, but when you were a baby, you peed on people too. Yeah, that's different. In this case, it ain't about those people. Cause the people that I peed on and crapped on are all a hundred. Well, not literally a hundred, but they're all old. And I'll probably at some point have to wind up wiping their butts too. So well, I'm, they're gonna get their revenge on me. But this is more about me getting you bastards. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If I can't get you individually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep collecting saliva and big jugs until I got a whole bunch of it. And just like that movie, Carrie, when she's standing there thinking everything's great, then all of a sudden they dump that bucket of crap on her. I'm going to just wait. Why don't you guys all sit there, everybody that I care about, and you stand there right there, and I'm going to take a picture of all of you. <laughs> S, yes, we're all standing here, and you're there. I mean, I understand. Don't you want to just set up the camera and then come be in the picture with us? Oh, well, I would really like to get one picture. Of course, it, the second picture will be me with you. But this first picture, I want it to just be you guys. So I can, you know, I want to be able to look at the picture of all of you and feel like I'm seeing the people that I love all in one place. I mean, if I'm in there, it'd be kind of weird. But I wanna, I'm going to have that picture, too. You know, that way I can give that to all of you so we could all have a picture of all of us. But I do want to have one picture of me just looking at all all of you because you're the people I love the most. <laughs> Could you move back just about a quarter of an inch? Why are we all standing on X's? Yeah, I know there's an X on the floor with each one of your names in it because I wanted to make sure that you were all positioned properly, you know, to make sure that the, the, the can't make sure that the picture came out the right way. <laughs> okay, it says our name on the top of the X and on the bottom of the of the X it says, I'm going to get revenge on all of you bastards. What is that there for? Oh, that, no, that was from something else. 
else. It was from something else. You know, I didn't want, I mean, I figured that the X's just lined up properly and uh, that the, uh, the X's, that, that, that's for something else completely. <laughs> and please don't look up. I mean, <clears throat> there seems to be small buckets attached to pulleys above all of our heads. Well, you I mean that's for once again that well, that basically that's like confetti that, that, that you know to surprise to make this look more festive. It seems to be dripping a liquid on us. Oh, it's like it's someone who's been collecting spit for years. Well, that definitely was not. That's definitely not what's happening here. <laughs> Why are you about to pull on this rope? I what rope up is next to me? <laughs> Okay, everybody, everybody do me a favor because this is going to be a wonderful picture. Everybody open your mouth and look up, okay, <laughs> for no particular reason. <laughs> you want us to all open our mouths and look up? Yes, that's exactly what I want you all to do. <laughs> Close your eyes. <laughs> everybody open your mouth. That's great. That's great. <laughs> Did you just dump buckets of spit in each one of our mouths? You're damn right. And now we're even. We're even now. <laughs> why are you all coming towards me with and punching the inside of your hands with your fists <laughs> why are you all kicking me okay now listen folks <laughs> but in all seriousness my friends christmas is a wonderful holiday um no matter how you celebrate it and i had a great time on christmas and I hope you did too. So even though you'll be hearing this a little bit after Christmas, it doesn't matter. The most important thing is I'm saying it on Christmas. And I hope you had a happy holidays. And there's one other thing I'd like to say. This segment is over. Segment over. All right, guys, I want to talk to you about something else here really quickly. You know, people always talk about how intelligent, you know, the body is. And then they, and they're not talking about the same level of intelligence that a brain has, that a being that's alive and sentient has. They're not talking about that. But I'm saying maybe they are. Maybe they are. Maybe the body really is smarter than we think. We we know it heals itself. You cut yourself, it heals itself. I get it. You know that. Everybody knows that crap, right? Right? You touch something hot, your brain goes, that's hot, it'll burn us, and it snatches your hand back. I understand. But I'm telling you, the body's a bastard, and sometimes it does stuff to teach us a lesson and, to, and it gets back at us. You ain't? I'm not talking about the normal, natural things that just happen with the body. You know, the kind of things where it kind of embarrasses you, but it's not really trying to embarrass you. It's just reacting the way it's supposed to react. And unfortunately, in this specific circumstance, it's reacting the way it's supposed to react, but not at the time it's supposed to react that way. Come to the chalkboard, Johnny, and do this math problem in front of the girl you've been looking at the entire time. And you get up there, and she's looking at you, and you look back at the girl and it's the girl you really like or the teacher is hot and she's standing there right next to you 
and you're a small kid and she's a, she's a woman and she's standing next to you with her delicious breasts are right around where your face is and you're going hey and you you're trying to draw on the chalkboard while you hold something in front of your lap because something's happening to you really rapidly and it's the kind of thing that you can't avoid happening and it's the kind of thing that any everybody else will know happens and the kind of thing that if it does in fact happen people will see it happen and laugh at you because it's happening you know what I'm talking about how can I put this politely um huge boner now the body's not trying to embarrass you it's doing what it's supposed to do you're a you're a person you see someone that you're attracted to and the body goes let's make a baby with that now you're not ready to make a baby basically it's just a test run boner you're not really supposed to do anything with the boner you're too young to really do anything with the boner you shouldn't be doing anything with the boner you're just a kid but you got the boner it's a practice boner you know what i'm saying a practice boner but it's a boner and your friends see the boner and they're laughing at you because you were in front of the class trying to hide the boner and because you try to hide the boner you make everyone notice the boner. You know what I'm talking about. That's not the body doing it on purpose. That's just something that the body naturally does and it's embarrassing. I'm not talking about that crap. I'm not even talking about something else that happens to you as a kid. You know, one day you don't need deodorant and a week later you do need deodorant. Now, of course, the parents could probably put there's some kind of kid version of deodorant that they can put on you. But you're just a kid. You don't need deodorant. You just put on your clothes. You go about your day. And then one day you go to class and you smell like two dead cats under your arms. You didn't need deodorant last week. This week you do. And now you go from being Jimmy to Funky Pits because that's what they're now going to call you. Funky Pits. And they call you Funky Pits all day. Why? Because your pits are funky. You come home and you cry and your mother says what are you crying about they called me funky pits what are you talking about and then she walks up close to you and vomits because well your pits are funky she says go take a shower you stinking bastard you funky bit bastard and she goes mom did you just call me funky pits yes i did but i'm your mom get it done punk and he washes himself up and takes a shower and she goes okay honey she talks to the husband give him some of that spray deodorant spread him spray it on his funky pits and bring home some deodorant on the way to work from work tomorrow. I'm not going to go do it. I'm taking my vacation days and I ain't doing any shopping. It's your week to shop, jackass. Shut up, punk. Get deodorant for your funky pitted son. And your dad walks in, hey, boy, you go, you, you have funky pits. I'm embarrassed. That Don't be embarrassed. You got funky pits, boy. It means you're becoming a man. Do you have funky pits, dad? Hell no. I don't have funky pits. I had funky pits back in the day, but I use deodorant and no longer have funky pits. But if I didn't use deodorant, yes, I would, in fact, have funky pits. Come here. Give me a hug, son. Wait a minute. Did you put on the deodorant and de defunkify your pits? Yes, dad. I've defunkified my pits. So did I. My son, come and hug me. Oh, there you go. <laughs> that went off the rails. But what I'm saying is the body does, in fact, do things to stop you. It tries to stop you. You think it's trying to help you. It looks like it's helping you, but it's not trying to help you. It's trying to stop you and protect itself from you. Right? You go to the gym, you bench press and lift the bench press and bench press and your body's going, we don't like that. 
Why are you sitting, laying on this bench and lifting crap heavier than you're supposed to be lifting? The only thing you should be lifting is something like a beer, your, your baby, or your wife, or something else. But definitely not 250 pounds. And you pushed it up, now you're bringing it back down, now you're pushing it back up again, and you bring it back. Why don't you just put it back? Why, are you, why do you keep pulling it down and pushing it up? Every time you do that, it's more uncomfortable for me. I don't like it. Hey, guys. I think we need to stop this guy. Send them some pain in the chest. Oh, man, my chest is killing me from all them bench pressing. Ha ha. Did you just hear him? He said his chest was killing him from the bench pressing. That ought to stop him. You know, it's really good. You, 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 you just have too much pain for you. No, man. No, man. So you're going to be back here. Oh, yeah, in a couple of days, there's another chest day. I'm going to do it again. What? He's going to do that to us again? <sighs> Send them some pain this time. Let's do it again. Oh, crap, we don't have the, as much pain to send him this time. In fact, it's a lot less pain, and now he's enjoying the process a little more because this time it hurts a little less. Well, since we can't stop him with pain, let's put a little more muscle on there, give him a little more strength, and then, of course, okay, now here's the strength. There you go. Okay, now he's lifted 250 pounds, and it doesn't hurt us. Uh, it doesn't hurt us at all. Actually, it doesn't feel too bad. I kind of like the extra muscle. Ah, that's great. Oh, man, I can't think I plateaued at 250. Put a 275 on it. What the hell is with this guy? Ah, oh, he's hurting us again. Throw some more pain into his chest. It's not bothering him as much. He's actually looking in the mirror and flexing. I think he actually enjoys the pain because the last time he felt pain very quickly, he gained more muscle because we gave him more muscle. This bastard. He's running again. What the hell is this guy doing with the damn running? Let's give him some more aerobic capacity so this run that he's insisting on doing won't be uncomfortable to us. Now he's running longer. What the hell is this? And that's what the body's doing. It gives you more muscle because it doesn't like when you lift up heavy things because you hurt it. But if it gives you more muscle, you can't hurt it. And then you lift up heavier things and then it gives you more muscle and that's how you get the muscle. And the same thing with the aerobic capacity. But that's for fit people. And as someone who's not fit yet, who's getting fit, but not fit yet, I know what the body does. And the body's a dirty bastard because when the body attacks someone who's fat, it's the same method, but it's worse. Right. The body goes, look, I like you being fat, you eating turkey, double sandwiches with double mayonnaise and triple cheese, and all of that crap. We like that. We don't even want you to think about going to the gym. And if you're a fat guy or a fat lady listening to this. Has this ever happened to you? Because it used to happen to me when I was heavier, when I wasn't working out. It used to happen to me. I'm telling you, it used to happen to me. Ever say, you know, tomorrow I'm going to go out for a run. And when you're not really serious, you're just talking crap, nothing happens. I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow and lift weights. Nothing happens. But that one time you say, I'm going to run tomorrow and there's something inside you that tells you you're really going to go running tomorrow. Isn't it funny how when you're on your way home and you're going to come home and put on your workout clothes and go running, something weird happens where you pull a muscle in your leg going up the steps You've been up those steps a whole bunch of times. Why today when you're about to go running? Why now did you pull a muscle in your leg? What the hell happened? What the hell happened? Well, I'm telling you what happened. The body says, oh, no, you don't. 
Oh, no, you don't. We already dealt with that muscle guy. We let him start working out. And once he started working out, we couldn't stop him. This is preventive attack. We're not even going to let you run. We're going to mess your leg up before you even think about running, you bastard. And you go, oh, I'm not going to run right now. I'm going to wait till this muscle stops because I don't want, I mean, it's not hurting right now, but it was really hurting yesterday. And I don't want to stress this. I'm going to take about a week off and then I'll run after that. And then now the body knows your life. You ain't going to start running in a week. You're going to forget about running. You're going to think about the fact that your leg went out and you're going to think your leg still hurts when it's not really hurting and you ain't going to run and the body wins. Why? Because the body's a bastard. This happened to me. I I got weights in my damn house. I got enough weights in the house and I got a heavy bag. I got a stair machine. It's an old one, but it still works. And I got a bike. It's an old one, but it still works. Right. And I had and I even swept up the area a little bit, had the weights all lined up. I put the weights that I knew I was going to work out. I had them all lined up. So that lined up, you know, so I could do this workout and then drop those weights and pick up these next weights and do the next thing and put them down and then jump on the stair machine and do that and get on the bike and then do that and do the heavy bag, this and that, that and all of that crap. I had it all lined up. I looked over at it. Oh, that's going to be great. I turned the light out in the room. I walked out. I started doing some other stuff. And the night before, the night before I made the decision that's the day i'm going to lift those weights that's the day i'm going to take back my health that's the day my back went out my back was fine before then right i didn't have any problems any other middle-aged guy doesn't have that has right the same little 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 tightness here and there nothing that actually working out on a regular basis wouldn't pretty much cure i knew that my back didn't go out, but when I said, I'm going to work out today, when my body saw me line the weights up, line all the machines up in a way that's going to be efficient for me to do the workout, when it knew I was serious, the body, that bastard, said, oh, no, you don't, fat boy. How dare you? You're not going to pick those weights up. Oh, hell no, you're not. See, I know that if I hurt your arm, you're a pretty tough guy. You'll probably just lift weights anyway. If I mess with your leg, you'll just turn the bikes upside down and use it as, as hand cardio. You ain't fooling me, punk. We know how smart you are. We know how you have a high tolerance for pain, but you don't have a high tolerance for pain to stop this. Yeah! <laughs> That's right. You can't even stand up straight, can you? Still thinking about working out Bitch, I don't think you are. We're going to make this hurt so bad you can't even sit on the toilet. And if you do tough it out and get on the toilet, you can't get off of the toilet, punk. I can't even get off the toilet. <laughs> Got him. going to think you're going to work out. We're not going to stop this pain. And then the, you put the heating pad on your back. Oh, man. And then you kind of feel a little bit good. But there's a little twins there. And you look at the weights. And you go, let me move these out of the way. I almost stepped on them. And the last thing I want to do is trip over these weights and hurt myself. And all of a sudden, the weights that were lined up for you to work out, lined up for your efficient workout, lined up to motivate you, lined up to get you back in shape, they start to slowly be put back in their previous fat boy positions now they're back in the corner now there's a coat on the on the, on the stair machine right now all of a sudden there's some clothes on top of the bike now all of a sudden the weight bench you got your laptop on the weight bench uh-huh and the body's thinking got him got 
the bastard. And you wait a week, you go to the doctor, your doctor says, Why don't you, you know, I don't want you lifting weights for about another two or three weeks. Don't lift anything heavy. All I want you to do is start walking. And you start walking. And it's going pretty good. In fact, you're walking faster. You look at your Fitbit and you, oh, look how many miles I just walked. Hey, that's feeling pretty good. My back feels pretty good. I'm going to go home and lift those weights. Ow! Your back goes out again. Why? Because your body's a bastard. My body tried to pull that crap. This time I went to the doctor and my doctor says, your body, you just have a couple of, you have a little bit of a muscle pull in your back, but just wait a couple of days and then do a light workout. And I could actually hear my body go, oh no, he's getting help from a medical professional. And he now knows that his back isn't really hurt that badly. It's just a little bit of a, oh no. And I said, that's right back. I can hear you talking. And my back went, damn. And I said, yeah, it's right back. Now that I know from my doctor that I can actually work out and work out and work out and get rid of the problem that you're trying to cause, punk, there's nothing you can do about it anymore, punk. You see, now I always lift with my legs. <laughs> no, you sure you don't want to just bend over at the waist? Nice try, jackass. I ain't bending over at the waist. Why? So I can pull you out of socket again? I don't think so, punk. Oh, no. Oh, what is this I'm doing? Pilates, little crunches, strengthening my core. No, don't strengthen the core. Shut up, back. <laughs> it's on now, punk. Look at me now, back. I'm lining the weights up. No, don't do that. Shut up, back. Oh, yeah, look at this. I'm going to now look up rowing machines on eBay and on Amazon. No, they're too expensive. Well, there's a really inexpensive one right here. Oh, man, that's almost like getting it for nothing. It's an older model, and it's very, very cheap. In fact, they're so busy trying to get rid of them. It's all they free shipping. No, no. Oh, look at that there. <laughs> I just bought some clothes in the size I'm going to be when I get back in shape. No. <laughs> Shut up, back. That's right, folks. Your body's a bastard. It'll try to stop you. Don't let it stop you. My body ain't going to stop me, that punk bastard body. I'm still going to get back in shape. And there's not a damn thing you can do about it, body. Now shut your mouth. Folks, I'm telling you what happens. Right? That one little thing, you're trying to set yourself up to get better. You're trying to set yourself up for something good to happen. And then some crap comes in at the last minute and tries to mess it up for you. Hell no. Don't let it happen, damn it. You know, don't let that leg crap stop you from running. Don't let that back that's not really hurt that's just trying to stop you from working out. Don't listen to that crap. Go to a doctor. And when the doctor tells you there's nothing wrong, wrong with your leg and there's nothing wrong with your back, you tell your body that it needs to shut up and that you're going to work out and there's nothing they can do about it. Oh, yeah. So this is, I know my back is listening to this podcast mainly because it's attached to me right now. And this is a message to you, lower back. It's Christmas Day and I've already been working out. But you know what's going to happen from now on? The workout's going to change. 
And instead of doing exercises that work the entire back area that kind of hit you and strengthen you slowly, <laughs> no, jackass. I got some exercises that are going to work you directly. And in three months or so, maybe four months from now, you'll be very, very strong. And I'm going to keep working you. <laughs> you best shut up back. And I'm going to talk to my podcast audience now because it's basically over for your punk ass. Shut up back. Anyway, sass bastards. All I'm saying is just like with the body, the body's a bastard and you are probably surrounded by other bastards too. Not just the body, but real life bastards that wait until you're about to do something important, something good, something that's going to make you better. And they come in and try to mess it up. Well, I don't want you to let that crap happen. If I could slap the crap out of my back, I would. But I'm not going to because it's attached to me. And if I slap the crap out of it, I'd actually be slapping the crap out of myself. And that would be stupid. But I'm saying right now, folks, don't let anybody put any kind of obstruction in front of your in front of you. Damn it. I know there's some things you want to do and I want my sass bastards to get that crap done. So are you with me? Huh? Is it time before 2017 to get that crap done? Didn't you do in an earlier podcast say that you don't do New Year's resolutions? This is not a New Year's resolution. New Year's resolutions are bullcrap things that you're not really going to do. I'm talking about life change and stuff. Really? Semantics? Is that what you're going to use right now to hide your hypocrisy? <laughs> How did you get in here? You left the door open. I didn't leave the door open. My damn relatives did. God, I can't, I can't stand when he gets in here all the time. What a pain in the ass. You know I can hear that, right? Oh, yeah. You're sitting next to me. Um, so I guess basically whispering means nothing. No, I can still hear you. <laughs> anyway, folks, forget about high-pitched man. Listen to me, smooth voice man. Get it done, damn it. Get it done. You dig? ha. <laughs> And this segment is over. Segment over. Well, folks, this has been another episode of the S. Anthony Says Podcast starring yours truly, S. Anthony Thomas. And I want to thank you once again. Say Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to all my sass bastards. Much love to every last one of you. Thank you for listening to this crap. I mean, this wonderful show. <laughs> <clears throat> Folks, if you listen to this for the first time and you want to find a place that you can settle in and enjoy all this goodness, I am everywhere, baby. Where am I? I'm on Stitcher Radio. I'm on TuneIn Radio. I'm on the Google Play Store, iTunes, everywhere, baby, everywhere. Even on the show even has its own website, SAnthonySays.com. But the easiest thing to do, the easiest thing to do is just Google S. Anthony Says and pick one yourself. And please subscribe to the show because I love people subscribing to the show. It's a good way to show love to yours truly, and I would appreciate it. Also, the social media for yours truly Twitter for me, S. Anthony Thomas, is of course at S. Anthony Thomas for the show, my show, this show, the show you love, S. Anthony, the S. Anthony Says podcast. The Twitter for this show is at S. Anthony Says. I am on Instagram at surprisingly S. Anthony Thomas. 
And I have a verified, 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 verified page on Facebook called S. Anthony Says. If you're on Facebook, please go to S. Anthony Says. There you will see my picture. You will see a blue check verifying that it is, in fact, me. And please like the page, you bastards. Also, if you want to email the show, questions, comments, or declarations of love and devotion. <laughs> the email for the show is talk to Anthony at gmail.com. T-A-L-K-T-O, and then of course my name, S Anthony at gmail.com. If you can't remember it, you can use the Instagram uh, because the Instagram has a contact button and the contact button goes to the email address I just mentioned. Once again, folks, much love to every single one of you. Much love to my Canadian sass bastards. Much love to my American sass bastards. Much love to my British and Great Britain United Kingdom sass bastards. Much love to my Australian sass bastards. Much love to my sass bastards all over the world, you cool bastards. Much love to you all. And I look forward to talking to you again next week. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't matter to me whether you're listening to me while you're riding on a lawnmower or on a treadmill or walking down the street with buds in your ears. Thank you for letting me into your ears, your mind, your heart. And I'm now going to say goodbye to you the way I say goodbye every time. On the count of three, I want you to say it with me. Are you ready? Sure. Great. One, two, three. S. Anthony. Out. Time.